All right, everybody, this is Stephen Key, and I, I want to thank you for watching this video. The topic of this video is how to patent an idea. And I want to say at the very beginning, I'm not a patent attorney and I'm not giving legal advice. So there you go. There's my disclaimer. And I'm also going to say that you cannot patent an idea, but from an idea, you can turn it into an invention. But I'm going to use the word idea. But technically, you cannot patent an idea. It has to become uh, an invention. And I always say idea because ideas can turn into an invention. So let's go. The topic, like I said, is how to patent an idea. Okay, wow. First of all, you have a great idea. You've done a little bit of homework and you want to go forward and you want to protect it. I want to talk about how to patent an idea. First, slow down. Don't call a patent attorney. I want you to do a little homework first. And I don't want you to run out and file a patent first because there's a very good chance you won't have all the information. And there's a very good chance you'll learn things along the way. So the best approach, the number one best approach is to file a provisional patent application. Now, the reason why I'm saying that when you file a provisional patent application, it gives you patent pending status for one year. It allows you to test your idea to see if anybody truly wants it. It allows you to discover maybe how to make your invention a little bit better. It just gives you time to really do some homework. And during that year of patent pending status, you can go ahead and file another provisional patent application when you learn, once you learn a little bit more and combine them together before that year is out of the date when you filed the first provisional patent application. So when you decide, hey, I've got this great idea, I want patent protection, you don't run out and file a patent first, you're gonna do a little bit of homework and you're gonna file a provisional patent application. All right, so what should be in that you know, that PPA, which is short for provisional patent application. All right, the first thing you need to know is really your point of difference. That's right, because there's going to be similar ideas that are out there. There, there might even be prior patents that have been issued that are maybe the same as your invention, maybe a little bit different. So the first thing that you need to do is really to look at the landscape to see what to see if my idea has a point of difference compared to similar ideas. And you can do that by doing a Google image search or a Google shopping search and look at similar ideas that are selling now in the marketplace. What you're trying to do is to determine if your idea has that wow factor compared to similar ideas on the market. So that's easy to do. You can also go down to the local retailer that you think your product's gonna sell and just look at the products and just make sure you have a new idea that's new and novel and has a point of difference that people truly want. Now, what you can also do is look for prior patents. Now, I would recommend at the very beginning that you go to Google Patents. You can type in on the internet, type in Google Patents, and you can start searching for similar inventions and you will find, I can guarantee it, a lot of prior, it's called prior art, uh, patents that have been filed, that maybe they've expired, and maybe they're still valid, but you're going to find uh, inventions that are similar to yours, and that's perfectly fine. If you have never 
done a prior art search. You could go online and, and watch other people show you how to search. You could also take a class at the USPTO and learn how to search or just have fun. Type in certain words and see what comes up, but it's not that difficult to do. But you have to be able to do that homework. That homework at the very beginning, I call, I call it studying the marketplace. Like, and all the other educational material I provide is called step number one, knowing my point of difference by looking at the market, similar ideas, and looking at prior patents. That will tell me, wow, do I really have an idea that hasn't been created before? And what is my point of difference? All right, so let's say you've done that and you've decided, hey, I've got a great idea. No one's thought about this before. All right, what are the next steps? Now I talked about, like I said, the first thing you wanna do is file a provisional patent application. You could hire someone to do that for you. You could hire a patent attorney, you could hire a patent agent, or like I like to say, learn how to do it yourself. And that's why you're watching this video. I think you need to do it yourself. Even if you're gonna hire someone later, you still need to gather all the information together and do it yourself because no one's gonna do it like this. No one's going to, first of all, no one's going to care as much as you do and no one's going to do this type of homework. So what do I include in my provisional patent application that maybe a patent attorney won't, will not help me or maybe a, a patent agent won't do for me? And the reason why they won't do this, it's really not their job. It's your job. So the first thing I do, like I said earlier, I study the marketplace. So I know my point of difference. That's very, very important. Again, I know my point of difference compared to similar ideas, but also my point of difference on prior patents. Okay, so we talked about that. Now, I like to make sure when I write a provisional patent application, I talk about the problem and talk about it in plain words so people can just understand, right? And what's great about a provisional patent application, you can write it in just simple language. It doesn't have to have the legalese um, that's required for a non-provisional patent application. So I always start with, I study the marketplace, I know the problem, and I state it. This is a problem we all have. And here's my solution, which is my invention. Pretty simple, that format. Problem, solution. Now, what I like to add to a provisional patent application that really only you can do is add, how is this going to be manufactured? Wow, now maybe you don't know how it's gonna be manufactured, but you could watch a bunch of YouTube videos, you could call an expert in a particular field, you could hire someone for an hour, have them sign an NDA with work for hire language in case they invent something you own. But the point I'm making, your idea has to be able to be manufactured at a price that the market will bear. So you really have to understand a little bit about manufacturing, it's not hard to do, but I would love for you to include that in your provisional patent application because now it truly has value. Also, what I would add in my provisional patent application is maybe what type of material would be used. You could also do a little research, do your homework, but I would add that too. So I'm talking about problem, talk about a solution, I'm talking about maybe how, to, how it's gonna be manufactured, I'm also gonna talk about maybe what type of material would be used, but here's the big thing here. You want to be able to protect not only your invention, but the innovation. And the way to do that is talk about some of the variations. That's right, the variations. How else could it be made? 
What other type of materials could it be could could be used? Or could my invention look a little different? Right? You're looking at all the different ways. In fact, what you're trying to do is steal it from yourself. How would someone else create the benefit of my invention? And I I kind of add that to my provisional patent application. So I call that workarounds, I call that variations. And I also add that to my provisional patent application. Now, what I've done, I've added all this stuff to my PPA. And the reason why I can pick things out later if I file a non-provisional patent application after my one year, because I have one year, like I said earlier, to shop it around, show to see if people really want it with patent pending status, but it allows me to put all these things into it. And I can even add another PPA later, but it's like this chicken soup where I've added all the stuff in into this PPA and I can pull stuff out later, right? I can use that information later. So it's very important. Also, I would also think about adding a lot of drawings. Now, why do I say a lot of drawings? Not just sketches, not, you don't need patent drawings, but you need line drawings. The reason why a drawing is worth a thousand words, where you might miss something when you write your provisional patent application. But if you have a drawing of that variation or that workaround, you're covered. That's fantastic. So what it really does is allows you to think about it differently, to add all this stuff to your provisional patent application. Now, why is that important? It's important if you're going to file a non-provisional patent application. And that's what this talk is all about, how to file a patent. And I want you to file a patent eventually, if it warrants it, that truly has value in the marketplace. And the only way to do that is not only protect your invention, but the innovation by adding the manufacturing, adding the material, by thinking about workarounds or variations. See, so now you've really done a good job and who's going to do a great job but you. So, so this whole, this whole topic, topic's all about when I want to file a patent, what to do? How do I file a patent? Well, like I said earlier, don't rush out, file a patent. Do your homework first, file that provisional patent application. I also said you could either do it yourself or you could hire someone that can help you. But at the end of the day, you have to be the expert, you and only you. Now, one last thing I want to say during this whole presentation I'm giving. This is not the hardest thing to do, but you have to, it takes a little bit of practice, right? And it takes a little bit of work. And at first it seems like, gee, this is really hard. So if you need more information, if you want someone to help guide you, please reach out to us at InventRight. We've been helping inventors for over two decades. I love intellectual property. I file a lot of patents. I understand how to get the patents issued, how to file a provisional patent application that can get licensed, but how to include everything in there so it truly has value in the marketplace. So this is Stephen Key. Thank you for watching this video. I know it was a little long. Subscribe down below and I'll see you next time.